This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Welcome, everybody, to Tub Talk. I'm your host, Goldilocks. The bubble machine is a little obnoxious and loud, so bear with me while I turn that off. One second. So anyway, I had a fabulous guest for you this week, but he's a big-time professional wrestler and apparently is too cool for freaking school, and he canceled on me. So what are you going to do? So it's last minute, and this is an episode that I wanted to do. Uh, I do this on Patreon. I do Tub Talk on Patreon where I answer questions, and I help you with dating uh, conundrums. This is something that someone, uh, a brand member has written in and wanted, uh, my opinions and advice on. And it's something that I can talk about as an expert and very candidly. So one of our beloved brand members wants to know, uh, is it a good idea to date somebody that you work with? Man, that is such a loaded question. So the obvious answer for, for anyone is no, anybody's going to tell you no. In fact, I did a poll and 66% of the people said, no, don't ever do it. Now, I have had very unconventional jobs, like I worked at a music studio or uh, this, that, or the next thing. And things are a lot different depending on the type of job that you have. But most people are in a corporate type of job. It's a corporate setting. And the first thing that any YouTube video or any authority is going to tell you is check with the rules uh, with with HR. like. Is it just completely outlawed? Is it frowned upon? But like you get a slap on the hand, slap on the wrist, slap on the wrist. What what's going to happen to you? Is an instant is an instant termination? Uh, is it? Are, do you have a warning? Blah 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 blah. So that's the first thing that when I was researching this for you, my loves, is you obviously check with uh, with policy and see what they have to say. Now we wouldn't be doing this video if everybody was just following the rules. Who who fucking follows the rules? People just don't follow the rules. And when it comes to affairs of the heart and attraction and lust and love and and all of that, it just seems like a lot of times common sense and things that uh, we know is for the best, it seems like it all goes out the window. So I personally have dated a lot of people that I've worked with and, and it's been, um, has it ever worked out? No, it never has. But that doesn't mean that it wouldn't work out for somebody else. And the reason why is because nothing that I've ever done is, is like normal. Nothing, not a lot of normal stuff. Okay, so what kind of a job is it? Is it a job where you see that person every day? Do you work right with them? Or are they like in the cubicle next to you? Is it a job where it's the same company, but they're on a different floor or let alone in a different building? If this is the case, then things can be uh, a lot easier to maneuver than if you're working right side by side with somebody. Now, I know that it seems super hot and steamy when I I think back to school, you know, when you couldn't wait to get to that class, you couldn't wait to sit near somebody or behind them and like watch them or be creepy, follow them by their locker and all that. But but this is the real world and, and you're an adult now. You have to look at that job and say, is this a job that I wanna stay at for a long time? 
do I see myself here long term or is it just a transitional job or is it something, a stepping stone to the next thing? That comes into play a lot too because, of course, it's never a good idea to shit where you eat. Like it just, it just isn't. Uh, like I said, it's never really worked out for me, but there are exceptions. One thing that I want to say no matter what, and this applies to even dating somebody, not even somebody that you're necessarily dating in the workplace. I think because of social media and I think because of like all of the dating apps and the swipe, I don't like his ears, swipe, I don't like his eyes, swipe, I don't like the left side of his mouth that turns up the wrong way, swipe. It just seems like we discredit people like that we might even really, really connect with or like or love or love lust after if we saw them in real life. But everything is so superficial online. The other thing is, is everything is so instant gratification. I remember when I was a kid watching MTV and waiting for the artists to like debut their new single or Madonna would have like a new hairstyle or Michael Jackson had all of his big premieres and like you would, you would wait for it and there was anticipation and and there was a buildup and now it's just like shit. Somebody's got a new hairstyle freaking three times a day, Kim Kardashian's got this, this, and it's just like, it's, it's constant overload. So I think sometimes because of our society, like some people that you like instantly, it's because of like overload, overload. Here's my advice for either dating regularly or dating somebody in the workplace is give it time. Anybody that I would ever go out with now in my life where I'm at, I would give it some serious time. Get to know that person. You don't even need to get to know that person by getting to know them. You can get to know that person by just watching them. And I'm not talking like as a stalker. How do they react in the workplace? If you're not working with them, how do they react at all? Um, If you don't talk to them every day, do they freak out? Do they get really clingy? Do they start texting you? Don't ever text me a freaking question mark. I will go absolutely crazy if you text me a question mark. Like when people start doing the question marks... I think you're psychotic. I think you're a sociopath and you probably would kill me in my sleep. See how they are. Anybody that you're dating or in the workplace. Now, when you're in the workplace, watch. Keep a, keep, keep a careful eye just how they handle things. How are they to, to the other customers? How are they to other employees? What? Here's a really good one. Do they talk constant shit about other employees and team members? Do they constantly talk shit about the boss? Do they have negative things to say? This is all like, do they stay to themselves? Are they pretty cool and calm and collective? Collected. Do you hear gossip about that person? Like, these are all things <coughs> that play into whether or not I would even do that dance of the nasty with them or not. Okay? Because they're setting precedent for how they're going to act in a relationship and then inevitably if things go sour let's talk about that so if things do go sour okay um before that let's talk about you're dating somebody there is such a mixed bag so let's talk about if you're if you're bagging somebody let's talk about if you're dating someone there is such a mixed bag because some people say you should always be really transparent and let people know that you're dating them. Ah, eh, I, you know what? I'm a secretive and maybe you should find out if the partner that you have is going to have a problem with being on the down low. Like 
not secretive, but like I don't like to let people really know my business. My close friends, oh, absolutely. But like just everybody, and I'm not a person on social media, like if I'm in a relationship, I'm just not doing the gooey dewey because when shit hits the fan, there's nothing worse than everybody asking, oh, where's so-and-so or how did that work? I just, people come and go and I guess, I, I don't know, I'm not normal like that. But when it comes to dating somebody in the workplace or at all, especially in the workplace, I, I just wouldn't be advertising that. Even if we worked in a different building or a different thing or that, and I'm going to tell you why. There is always somebody who's lurking in the, the depths, who's out to get you. And I hate to say that, and I hate to sound like a pessimist, but it's true. You just don't know who's lurking in the hallway, in the corridor, who wants your job, who might like that person that you're dating, who might like you and is pissed that you're... You just don't know. And you don't have the energy or the telepathy to, like, know all of that. There's just... just there's hidden things out there. It's funny. I was on an interview with um, Rob Rush from The Shark in New York, and we both were talking about, and I even posted it on Twitter, like how many people, how long did it take you to re- realize that Twitter had changed over to X? I was looking, I was searching in my applications on my phone, and I, I was like, you are legitimately losing your mind. I literally thought I was losing my mind because it just happened like, boom, overnight, and it was there. And I thought of all of the years that I've followed Elon Musk. And one of the things he's always said is my philosophy from like college on. That is say the least amount of information to people as possible. Just it's for you, you and your partner, you and your special friend, you and your friends. Everybody doesn't need to know your business. Just like Elon, I can just see like overnight it was just like, boom, Twitter, gone, X, here it is. And you didn't really hear a lot about it. There wasn't a lot of anticipation or rollout. If there was, I, I missed the boat. I missed the memo. That's how I approach a lot of things with dating is I don't shove things in people's face. Even like my best friend, when I meet somebody new, I'm hesitant to tell her about it because she's been married for 20 some years and things aren't just exciting and spicy in her life. And I don't want to say stuff to her that is going to make her feel bad. How about this? Have you ever had a friend that like came into some money? They got a big bonus or won something, lotto type thing. Like they tell you about it and you pretend to be excited about them. They tell you about it and you pretend to be excited about it. But deep down, even the nicest person in the back of your mind, you're thinking, why the fuck didn't I win something like that? Or when's that going to happen for me? Or when am I going to get mine? And it's like, you don't mean to be negative, but so you're a good person. Clearly, if you're watching this far into the podcast, you're a good person. Imagine all of the people out there that aren't. Imagine all the people that are pining for your slot or your job, or they just want to start shit because they're bored. So this person that wrote in, you know who you are. I don't know what kind of a job you have or what kind of status or where that is. But the other thing is, is you want to take into factor is, does this per, is this person on like the same level as you? Um, do you report to them? Are they your boss or are you their boss? That all makes a huge, huge, huge difference because Again, if they're in the, uh, the next building over or something like that, I got to make sure I'm covered up here. It's PG-13, everybody. Um, you have to j- just check and see like how the how the balance is. I've dated the boss before. Blew up. People people just talk and they think like the only reason that you have what you have going on is because of special favor and special treatment. It's because of your boss and and that kind of um, 
that kind of sucks. And you can say, oh, you know what? If I'm really in love, then I really, that really doesn't matter. But it does. At the end of the day, it, it kind of does. I really go back to watching, watching, watching that person and seeing how they are. Now, let's say, let's say that things go absolutely sour and you are stuck working with this person day in and day out. Okay. Um, let's say that they're a good person and everything is cool. Okay. Let's, let's take that side. But let's say that you are having a really, really hard time. Now, it is hard enough to get over somebody when you cut ties. You block all of their shit. Uh, you don't go out anymore. You don't go to the same supermarket, the same gym. It's hard enough to heal when you really still have feelings with some, for somebody, let alone when you're going to see them, like, you know, day in and day out. That, that gets pretty, pretty tough. Now, let's throw into the mix, though, if they're not good people or you didn't know you cut it off. And now, all of a sudden, one of the people that wrote in was saying, I broke up with this girl and she made it her daily, ever-all-lasting goal to, like, flirt in front of me with everybody. Even though I was, he was over it and did the breaking up, she was just constantly shoving it in his face, which just got to be, like, absolutely ridiculously old, especially when you're working nearby, same cubicle, blah, blah, blah. Let's say that both of you are good people. Okay, now I'm going to tell you one that I want you to really think about because this has happened in the past, and I'll give you some examples. I don't like to say a lot. It sucks because when you're when you break up and an ex starts dating another person, you don't know if that person is jealous about you or is angry or thinks if you ever like reach out to your ex like something's still going on and like they can just become vicious and vindictive. I can't tell you how many bandmates girlfriends have called me even after they're they're out of the band like asking if we had something going on like why why this has been like two three years like really are you that desperate like you're calling another woman that your husband worked with and you're asking if you guys had something going on like move the fuck on and this just totally like totally tells like what kind of a person that they were dating like in the freaking cure right so you never know what that other person can do now I'm going to give you another band example, and you can apply this to just, like, crazy people. I hired um, our guitarist and our bass player bagged out at the same time. I hired a new guitar player, but he had a bass friend that came with him. Okay, so we got a, we got a two-for-one. Cool. So anyway, they came from Mississippi, and they stayed at my house uh, for, like, a week to practice and get brought up to speed. On the couch, one of them slept upstairs in the loft. The other one slept. On the couch, I remember one night he was telling me, about his ex-wife and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't, I didn't really listen that much to it, okay? But he just said, you know, his ex-wife and she was this and she was that. And I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, okay, he's telling me a story about his ex-wife. Fast forward, we're on the tour. We're playing at, uh, our, at a resort, okay? The first night, second night, what happens? The third night that we were there, I got a knock on the door at the hotel and it was the police and they were there to arrest me. What? WTF? They were there to arrest me. Why? For selling drugs to underage children at the resort pool. Me. Me. Miss Clean Cut and Dried. I couldn't even believe it. I'm like, what is going on? It caught. We had to stop the tour. We didn't get paid. They re- everything. 
got revoked. I had to spend a bunch of money getting home, buying a hotel. It was just a disaster. And I'm like, what? What just happened? You know what happened? That guy, his ex-wife, he didn't have an ex-wife. He had a wife. Kind of estranged, but still married to her. She was so freaking pissed that her husband, whatever they were, was working with me that she had every single person at, and I'll never forget it, it was Saturn. She worked at a Saturn dealership. She had every single person at Saturn call this place's HR and report that this blonde girl who was singing that weekend uh, was selling drugs to their kids. So they got like 30 calls. So whether or not that's true, it caused such a mess that we weren't welcome back to that resort for probably six or seven years. Now, here's the thing. I paid money to have the surveillance pulled where I never was. I'm not going to go to a pool and lay out. I got too much Botox. I'm working too hard on this to keep this looking good and young. I'm not going to go compromise it laying out at some pool or hanging out in the water like that. Everybody knows me well enough, but I had proof with the surveillance, but it didn't matter. The damage was already done. That's what I'm trying to say. Like there are so many hidden things in in dating somebody at work that can go wrong that you're not even thinking about. Um, the other thing, uh, again, you know what? The same type of resort. We uh, we got meal vouchers, and one of the guys had a girl with him, um, a new girlfriend, and I'm supposed to be cool with that. This bitch stole meal vouchers for I think it was um, Sticks, the band Sticks. They had a bunch of meal vouchers on stage over by the mixing board, sitting there waiting for Sticks. When they were done with their sound check, they were supposed to get them and they can go eat and take you know get what they want at the re- at the resort. This this bitch like stole all of that stuff and did a whole bunch of horrible things on that tour. The guy that was dating her didn't even know all of this. Well, she was a drug addict and she was hawking all of the meal vouchers to get money for some crack. Again, unknown evils that you're not aware of. So look, I don't want this to be like a total downer. I'm just telling you stories. If you're going to date somebody, here's the thing. Watch them. Get to know their character, okay? And if you do, then you know what? Go out places that aren't right by work. You've got the whole city, the whole town to go eat at, to go calibrate around. You don't have to be PDA at work ever. Oh, my God. Or anywhere near work. Like, save that. Make it a secret rendezvous. Put some anticipation and some fire into it. Everybody likes a little fire, a little secrecy. I don't tell anybody shit. I just operate and do my own thing. If you're going to date somebody at work, even if the human resources and the rules are, you know, don't. If it's a long-term thing where you want that more than anything, eh, it's a hard toss-up between love, lust, and longevity. I I would pick the job and I would see where things go or see if the other person, if you guys really, really are into it, then maybe she could switch jobs or he could switch jobs. Don't do anything in in public. Don't let people know about your your stuff because I'm telling you they're hiding in the woodwork. And go out of town for the weekend. And it could be a half an hour from where you live or an hour. But just I say get out of Dodge for a while until you see how things happen and what goes on with the company and just be as normal as you can at work and don't let the cat out of the bag. That's me. Now, other people are going to say, tell everybody and be transparent. And I'm just telling you, with from, from my experience, I would just be as chill and covert as possible. Um, I want you to be happy, and I hope that things work out for you. We all know it's hard when you date somebody at work for many different reasons. And then if you do break up, you know, 
even you just want to have your own time too. So maybe try to find somebody that that you're not just going to be around 24/7 unless like I said, maybe they work in a different part of the building or whatever like that, but just make sure you're having a healthy life where you've got your own space and your own time. But you know what? If you meet somebody that you really really dig, eh, a lot of bets are off. So listen to me on the parts on watch them carefully before you get involved. Be super careful just because you don't know who they're going to date when you're done and you don't want them coming back and talking shit at work. And then the other thing is just just keep your business to your, to yourself. Always keep it real 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 chill and I think it would work for a while long enough to see like where things are going. I really appreciate you uh, logging on to Ru- Russo's brand. If you've got any questions and things that a girl can give you a female perspective, just DM me. I'm happy to help, even if it's like your wife or your girlfriend or a long-time term relationship. Like I'd love to give you an honest answer. And I'm a little different than your normal Jane, just because I've had such a vast, crazy, amazing life. Um, not that other people's lives aren't amazing, but you know I've done some different and unique things, and I've got an interesting perspective on life that's all across the board and, and isn't just kind of in one nutshell. So this concludes this tub talk and I love you. And I hope that you got something from all of this. I'm always here for all of your dating questions and answers. What's up everyone. It's Goldie impact wrestling TLC's cheap skates, Ted Nugent's running wild from him somewhere in the woods And maybe you've seen our band, Goldilocks Band. We're out there. We're on tour. But now we're connecting on Cameo. So I want to tell you that I am here to be your humble servant. And that's whatever you need said for you, for a friend, a shout-out, a golden shout-out. You name it, here and on it. Now, just reminding you, keep it classy, keep it cool, and keep it above the belt. But I want to offer you something a little bit bit different. Just remember, if I'm not on the road and I've got access to these next beauties, we can always have... I want to make this the most amazing experience for you ever because you deserve it. Your friends deserve it. Your loved ones deserve it. And just remember, I can sing you a few lines of a song. It can be from from anywhere. Like, uh, it can be from somewhere over the rainbow. Or it could be near, far, wherever you it could even be on a highway to hell. It can even be from there. Oh, and keep in mind, not all requests are the same. Maybe your motivation comes with a harder edge. Maybe you need a more jagged little pill. There's nothing that I love more than playing the heel. So if you need your message delivered with more, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? intention please specify can't wait to connect with you on cameo thanks so much for being here stay golden